Hello, sensory sensitive friends. I am back once again to talk to you about loops earplugs. If you, like me, are a little bit sensitive to noise, or maybe a lot sensitive to noise, then you should give loops a try. Loops, if you haven't heard, are noise reducing earplugs that basically act like a buffer, providing protection for your ears without completely blocking out all of the noise around you. Loops come in three different varieties, which I love because you can choose how much noise reduction you want according to your personal preference. I find that the Engage model is perfect for me. They allow me to still hear all of the sounds and conversations happening around me. They just soften the noise enough so that it doesn't hurt my ears. If you're ready to give Loops a try, then you can visit loopearplugs.com slash O-T-J-M-A to receive 10% off your order. That's loop, L-O-O-P, earplugs.com slash O-T-J-M-A. Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about a term that I just invented today when I was thinking about this episode, (laughs) the brain grab. Um, You'll know what it is because I'm sure if you're neurodivergent, you deal with this too, where it has to do with a interest, a new interest when it starts becoming evident that your brain is going to grab onto this new thing. I have an awareness of it now that I kind of understand a little bit more about the way my brain works. I think I'm really like very much more self-aware and able to kind of point out when certain things are happening for me. Sorry if you can hear cars in the background or any background noise, but I'm recording from my car (laughs) again because I'm always on the move these days. Um, So anyway, the brain grab. This is relevant to me right now because I'm currently fighting a new interest and I'm fighting it because I don't have time. So here's the thing. This is going to be relatable. When I dive into a new interest, it consumes me. This is the hyper focus. This is the hyper fixation. I have both autism and ADHD. So that means that I have both long-term intense interests and short-term intense interests. And so I have a few interests that I've had for a very long time. I'll probably have them forever that's more of my autism tendency. Then the ADHD comes along and is like, oh my gosh, we're going to hyperfixate on this thing. It's so interesting. It's so novel. I'm getting all the dopamine. And uh, we're going to do this thing. And we are going to make it our entire life. And we won't be able to stop. And it'll just become part of who we are until it's not anymore. So I... Th- th- I don't like how I never know which one it's going to be because sometimes I just sort of want to predict like, okay, is this going to be a thing that I just, my brain grabs onto for a little bit and then once I've sucked all the dopamine out of it, I'm going to drop it. 
or is this a thing that I'm going to have a consistent and continued long-term interest in? So the thing that my brain is trying to grab right now is tattooing. I mentioned on a recent episode that Gray is teaching me how to tattoo. Um, It's been really fun, but I really have gotten into uh, the technique of uh, hand poke tattooing, or some people call it stick and poke. Uh, It's really like you probably know of it from like more traditional types of tattooing, like before tattoo machines were a thing where you actually like, like apply the tattoo by like tapping it into the skin. Um, so that's still a technique that people use today. It's not super common. I feel like using tattoo machines is more common, but, uh, I like the tap method. Maybe it's because remember I did this episode recently on, uh, sort of a tendency to lean towards the more unconventional things in life. And I think I like that the, the hand poke method is, is much less conventional it's a little bit more abstract, obscure. You don't find a lot of tattoo artists that are doing it. It's in the minority, you know, and I don't know if that's why I like it more. I think that's part of it, but I also think it just, it's fun. I tried doing one on gray the other day. It turned out my, my technique with a tattoo machine is much better than the hand poke, but I'll get it. I just got to keep practicing. Uh, but anyway, I've been really wanting to like practice and learn this thing, but I've been really hesitant to let myself dive in and it's driving me crazy because I have this itch in my brain where I'm like, I want to like research this thing and I want to start practicing this thing and I really want to like dive into it. Um, but I'm really busy. I have, I have a lot going on right now. Not as much as I had going on like a month or two ago. Things are finally starting to settle a bit, thankfully. Um, a few things have cleared off my plate, which is nice. And I can just sense that things are starting to settle at least for a little bit. Uh, so that's good. It's, it's pending (laughs) that I have more time, but like right now in this moment today and the rest of this week, and probably maybe part of next week too is busy. And I'm like, okay, I, I just need to hold off a little bit longer my brain is itching to do this thing, but I'm just not going to let myself dive in. And, uh, I really want to dive in guys. And another thing about it is like, I get frustrated with myself for abandoning interests too. And since that's happened so many times to me over the years, uh, that also makes me hesitant now, like as a person who's had some life experience and can look back it makes me hesitant to let myself dive into new things because I just, after I learn a new thing and then I abandon it, I can sometimes, maybe I just need to shift my thinking on this, but I can sometimes feel kind of like, like I'm a flake, like I can't commit to anything, like I'm wishy-washy or like, uh, maybe I'll look back. Sometimes this happens where I'm like, well, that was kind of a waste of time and money. Um, which I shouldn't probably look at it like that. Everything we learn is valuable, right? And skills, even though they may not seem valuable, there are certain skills, you know, that everything we learn is valuable, right? But sometimes I do go that direction where
Sorry about that. My phone rang and it shut off my recording. I forgot to turn on my little thing that blocks all my calls. Uh, but it's okay because I was actually, that was a call that I needed to answer that came through from the doctor's office, which I hate talking to the doctor's office on the phone. I hate talking to anyone on the phone, but sometimes it must be done. So anyway, sorry about that. That is the perils of having just an unedited podcast. You guys get to join me on all my mishaps. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, I can get a little disappointed in myself sometimes for abandoning a thing. Particularly, I think that happens if it's something that I put a lot of money into or at least, or a moderate amount of money into. Uh, and I just sort of feel like, oh, well, that was kind of just a waste. <laughs> uh, and some interests are cycling, right? Is, I mean, like, they come and go. I have definitely interests that I've had over the years that wax and wane. So, like, sometimes I'll get super interested in a thing. In fact, most of my interests work this way. I'll get soup like my long-term ones. I'll get super interested in it. And then for a little bit, it'll like go on the back burner for a while. And then something will spark it again. And I'll be like, Oh, I got to go back into this thing. And then it's like intense again. And then it'll, it'll wane a bit. And you know, it's like, it's a very kind of cyclical thing. And I don't know why that happens. I feel like maybe it is because I have competing interests sometimes. Like one of my long-term interests, as you guys probably know, if you've been listening, is space and space travel. And uh, I feel like right now that's a little bit on the back burner because I've got this other interest brewing. And uh, oh, I also... so. <laughs> I also have another interest that just started brewing too. Uh, it's, there's so many interests. It's funny because I was talking to Gray recently about, I had to take this class at work uh, for our new, we got like a new computer system in the hospital. So all of the employees had to take this orientation class to sort of learn how to use this new computer system. And the teacher who was teaching the class did the thing where they're like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to have, I'm going to go around and have everyone say their name, what department you work in and tell me a hobby or an interest of yours. And there are about 30 people in the class and you guys, the amount of people who could not think of a single hobby or interest that they have was astonishing because I had the opposite problem. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Because I have like 50 hobbies and interests, right? I am the hobby master. I'm the hobbyist. I am the hobbyist hobbier that ever hobbied. I don't even know how to explain it better than that. It's just like so many interests, so many hobbies. I love to deep dive into things. Just I, my brain is so grabby. It's like an octopus. And some people their brain doesn't even have hands. It seems like they were just stumped. So many people did not know what to say. They literally would say, I don't really have an interest or I don't know what to say. I work and then I go home and I'm like, what? I don't understand that at all. What does your life consist of if you're not like outside of work? Some, one woman said her kids, 
which like barf. I'm sorry, but like, I don't like it. I think because it rubs me the wrong way that women have been socialized to think that once they have kids that a hundred percent of their life has to be geared towards their children and they only are allowed to be a mother and they're not allowed to have any interests of their own anymore until their children are adults. And I think that that is false, 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 false. Um, yeah, so many people were like, well, I don't know. A couple of people in the class, I think literally like two people, maybe three said something like, Oh, I like to hike. Or, oh, I like to, you know, I go to the gym on my days off and I, you know, like to go cycling. And I'm like, cool. These are more of my people. But like, then it got to me and I was like, what do I even say? Do I say my hobbies? Do I say my interests? How much time do you guys have? Um, So I just went with like the standard generic. I was like, oh, I like, I do yoga and I like hiking and uh, I do aerial arts. And then of course that's, that's always like a lead in question. No one knows what that is. So I have to kind of explain it. Um, and then I just left it at that, but <laughs> cause I wanted to be like, Oh, I love tardigrades. Have you guys heard of tardigrades? Do you want to hear some facts? Oh, I also like space. Oh, the space race. Who knows about the space race era? Can we talk about our favorite astronauts? Like <laughs> I wish I wish that was the way that we could interact with others, right? But we have to act like we're somewhat normal and be like, well, I just have these couple of things that I like to do. Um, yeah, so it's it's a life. It's a way of life, right? And that's also, I think, why some of us neurodivergent folks do have, you know, a harder time sometimes settling on a career or figuring out what we want to do because our interests are so... are so broad and diverse and you know some I know I've met some autistic people though that have their one special interest and that is the thing and that is the one and that's you know the full focus and I love that I kind of envy that a little bit because I'm like man I wish I had that one thing um but alas the ADHD is in there and I don't know maybe some folks that only have um the autistic brain, uh, maybe, maybe you guys have some fluctuating or, um, you know, differing interests as well. I don't know, but for me, it's a mix of the two. And I'm also kind of one of my waxing and waning ones is hiking. And now I'm really, my brain is grabbing that too now because my best friend and I just went up to Yosemite last weekend for a few days and we went hiking up there. It's beautiful. Uh, Yosemite is right by me and I've never really gone and explored it properly. And this was the first time I did that. And I was just like in awe of how beautiful it is up there. Um, and we planned my friend and I, we had to keep our hikes like kind of short. She can't hike anything longer than like a few miles right now. We did the longest hike we did was like four miles cause she's recovering from an injury from an ankle injury. But next year we want to go hike upper Yosemite falls, which is a pretty gnarly, I think it's like seven miles round trip, but it's like 3000 foot elevation gain. So 3000 feet in like three and a half miles is it's a steep, steep, steep hike. 
Um, so we want to start training to do that sometime next year in the springtime. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with this hike. I'm learning all about it. I want to research other hikes in the park that are similar to that. I want to research other hikes in other national parks. What could we plan for the future? So my brain is going all in on this too. And I'm like creating a training plan. And on what days am I going to do this? And what days am I going to do that? And I love it because it motivates me, but also I'm just like, I'm aware of the fact that I'm going crazy with it, but it's fine. Ooh, also you guys, I found this book in the Yosemite gift shop. Um, it's called, I think it's called death in Yosemite. Leave it to me to purchase the most morbid item in the gift shop, but it's a book about all of the deaths that have occurred in Yosemite park. And it's about 900 deaths. I don't know since when they're counting. I think like since, I think it's like the early 1900s is when it's, when the timeline starts. And so I've gotten real into that. Although my anxiety brain is like, should we be reading this? Because maybe we're not going to ever want to go back to that park again, (laughs) because some of the stories are pretty wild and pretty scary and things can happen. Uh, things can happen in the wilderness. Yeah. There's some pretty crazy stories in there. If you like stuff like that, I'm sure you could get that, uh, book on Amazon or something. Probably it's called death in Yosemite and it is, I like, can't put it down. I'm, I'm like looking forward to reading it every single night before bed. I'm like, when can I get in bed so I can read my book? Uh, so that's a, it's a good one. I'm, I have such a morbid tendency, like a tendency towards the morbid side of things. I'm not sure why I'm like that. I love true crime. I love reading about death. And it makes me even more anxious of a person than I already am, but it's fine. So anyway, that's that about that. I, uh, I'm just going to try and hold off on the tattooing for just like a minute longer, but I just, I really can't wait. I feel like I'm like at the starting line of a race and I'm just like waiting for the gun to go off so I can start running. I'm just like, it's anticipation. I just want to dive in. Uh, but yeah, alas, I have to sometimes control myself because I know, I know I need to put my focus into a few other things right now. I have an important test coming up specifically, um, on next Friday. And so I have a week to prepare for that. And I'm just like, I have to use all my extra time to study for that test. And I can't, I just can't right now. Maybe after one more week though, I will have the freedom to just free fall into this thing that's been calling my name for the past couple of months. And I'm looking forward to that. So Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for listening to me ramble. And I'm going to let you go now. If you want more content, join the Patreon. It's $5 a month and you get access to the Discord server and you get some bonus episodes every month. It's me and Gray just chatting on about things. I'm really excited to record this weekend with Gray. We're going to do a really fun episode. I hope you guys like it. And what else? Oh, the OTJMA store. I keep saying I'm going to put more merch in there. Guys, I'm trying. Send me your merch ideas. If you guys have like specific designs you want to see or like any ideas for merch that you would want, send them my way either on Instagram or, um, just email me. And 
I will try and I will try and get that happening. I really want to expand the store and start doing more stuff that way. Uh, but that's another thing. It's just there's not enough hours in the day. I wish I didn't have to sleep. I'll get so much more done. But anyway, I think that's all for now. And um, yeah, I'll let you guys go. I'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye.